welcome to Raven Conversations, the show where we bring you the news and information around the Washington National Guard. I'm Sarah Morris, and on today's episode, Jason and I sit down with members from the Washington National Guard Youth Council. We're joined by Mackenzie Hale, Ethan Warner, and their sponsor, Robin Seeberger. April is the month of the military child and recognizes the sacrifices military children make all year long. In this discussion, we talk about some events that the Youth Council has going on in support of Month of the Military Child and the other ways that they've been staying engaged with each other during COVID. Enjoy. Be sure to follow us on social media. Stay up to date on all the cool events, stories, photos, and videos happening around the Washington National Guard. If you have a question, have a comment, or just want to say hi, send us a DM, PM, tweet at us, whatever, and we'll answer you. We also love to share and collaborate. Send us the photos or videos you take at Drill or AT, and we'll tag you. Are you an active Instagrammer? Well, you might be a perfect candidate to take over our account. Send us a message, and we'll set something up. To find us, do a search for WA National Guard. That's W-A National Guard, and look for the blue check mark. Bigfoot country is earthquake country. If an earthquake were to happen right now, what would you do? When you feel the ground shaking, drop, cover, and hold on. Do not run or you may be injured by things falling. Remember, if you are near the ocean, the ground shaking is your warning that a tsunami may be coming. After the shaking stops, move to high ground and stay there. Make sure to listen to local emergency officials. Have enough supplies to be self-sufficient for two weeks after a disaster. For more information about earthquakes in Washington, visit mill.wa.gov preparedness. Okay, good morning. So today, uh, Jason and I are here. Jason, good morning. Okay, good morning. And we're talking to some members of the uh, Youth Council. We have Mackenzie Hale and Ethan Warner. And then we also have their sponsor, Robin Seeberger. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Awesome. Okay, so um, if we can get uh, Mackenzie, we'll start with you to just give us a little introduction and then we'll move on and then we'll get started. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. Um, my dad is in the Army National Guard and this is my third year on the Youth Council. This year, I'm the public affairs officer. Obviously, the best job. <laughs> All right, Ethan. Hello, I'm a youth council uh, secretary. Uh, my parents have served in the Army and the Air Force. Um, they're now retired and uh, for two years now. Okay, and then Robin, if you want to just give an introduction of yourself. Hi, my name's Robin. I'm the lead child and youth coordinator, and I have been um, working with this program for the last 14 years. Okay, great. So uh, next month, April, is of course the month of the military child. And uh, as a former military child myself, I know how important it is to recognize the sacrifice of military children. So um, why don't we talk about how the Youth Council celebrates the month of the military child and any other information you guys want to make sure that uh, people understand about that month. Yes. Um, yeah, so April is month of the military child. Um, the Youth Council, um, we have 
been, um, we have a social media campaign and our goal is to educate um, military youth for um, about opportunities. And um, we, Robin mailed out certificates as a thank you for um, some military kids. And um, we use hashtags um, and we um, wear purple. So we have, um, we purple up for military kids and we share um, photos um, with people um, wearing purple and we also have events and activities to recognize and celebrate military youth. What are some of the events that you guys have coming up? Well, on April 1st, we are going to have a live um, for anyone to join on our social media platform. Um, and we also, we are going to have um, a couple um, recognition um, Zooms events. Yeah, so April 15th is Purple Up Day in Washington. That's the day that we um, celebrate and wear purple and encourage others to and to share with schools and their community about the things taking place. Um, and we also use that day as our recognition day. So um, we are holding an event that evening to recognize our youth council members, our adult volunteers, and other military youth. Um, and anyone is invited to join us and to be a part of that event. And then we um, received a proclamation from the governor for the month. Um, so we'll have that reading that will take place on the April 1st event. Um, we have a teen mystery event taking place um, and then an Earth Day project along with our um, purple up recognition boxes that are available to be um, requested and then sent out to military youth across the state of Washington. So, um... What, what exactly is the, the Youth Council and what's the, the mission um, behind it? The Youth Council, um, we are a military youth um, in Washington and our goal is to give um, military kids, um, National Guard specifically in Washington, a voice. So we plan events and um, basically help military kids to connect across the state and um, through our winter camps, summer camps, and other events. That is our main goal to okay, connect so and to, give a voice to, yeah. Okay, to, to, to share information on yes. uh, various uh, things, uh, various events involving um, children in the guard, ch children of guard parents or? Yes. Uh, okay. okay. Um, what's your role? I mean, you said you're a, a public affairs officer. Like, like, how do you how do you go about your daily routine? Well, during um, our meetings, um, especially this year, we've been trying to find more ways to um, connect youth via social media, and so um, we have a one of the um, main things that I do is. We have a hunt the good stuff on Fridays, and um, that's just getting youth to and families to share how their week went. And um, we have been working on um, getting more um, 
connection on Instagram and also Facebook. Um, and the Facebook is larger <laughs> right now, thanks to Robin um, coordinating some of the marketing and, and that. Right. Um, typically in a non-pandemic setting, we'd actually have a lot more in-person events, you know, like in Halloween, we've had, uh, you know, tried a bunch of military youth to come and you know, collect free candy or events where we give out free school supplies and such. So um, we really just try to find ways that we can actually bring our national, uh, not national, our state youth together uh, to really connect those kids. Like some of our biggest events are, you know, our summer camp. That's probably our biggest event. We have a stay at a, at a summer camp and we ha uh, bring over like 100 kids to host events and have team building activities, you know, and, and uh, training, you know, our, um, the, well, it's really, yeah, just like team building activities. Um, you know, to try and help connect the kids. That's awesome. Um, what are some of the ways that you guys have been able to connect with your fellow uh, youth during the pandemic? And has it been more engagement than normal or pretty much the same? Yes, it's definitely been hard, um, harder to connect with um, other military youth during the pandemic since we don't have those um, big summer camps or winter camps that we can um, get to know them better. So we've had, um, we had wingy Wednesdays and those were um, on Wednesdays um, in like November and December especially. And those were um, just like little events that um, military youth could come to and we could get to know each other more. Um, and we also had trainings there and different um, like art classes and um, fun events that we could do that together. So that's one way that we have been trying to connect during the pandemic along with other virtual events. Yeah, um, we've had set up workshops where you know, we choose an activity or topic that one of our youth council and uh, lead uh, the children that come on uh, who want to engage with other children on there virtually. But, um, you know, as far as our numbers go in the past, well, ever since the pandemic started, it's just it's a little bit more hard to engage more children coming on because there's a lot of technical, uh, you know, the Internet. Um, they might not even have access to the internet, which is why it's a little bit more challenging to bring more children together. Uh, but we're hopefully looking uh, to soon enough be able to start doing our in-person activities again. So make sure to include that um, this council meets um, every month um, for two hours, and sometimes they may even go over that time. So um, they're all dedicated and in investing their time um, in attempting to um, bring opportunities to National Guard youth, talk about the things that they can do. Typically, they would meet four times a, a year in person, and um, we have not been able to do that since January of 2020. That was our last in-person meeting, and they're still all engaged and dedicated to 
um, the efforts that they set forth. The, this current council accepted their positions in June and um, sometimes they're requesting meetings from us just so that way they have the opportunity to connect and work on their projects because they're not getting that in-person time they would typically have. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, what, what, I'm, I kind of want to ask you guys, like, what, what do you guys, uh, what kind of fulfillment do you guys get out of uh, advocating for all the other use in, in Washington? Um, basically, what, what motivates you, what drives you to, to, to be on the council? Um, I remember I went to one of the summer camps and it was a super cool opportunity. Um, this was a few years before I even knew what the youth council was. And I just thought it was super awesome to get to know other military kids. And so at a yellow ribbon event, um, one of the past coordinators told me about the youth council and I was like, oh yeah, that seems awesome. And so when I joined, um, it was actually super cool to be able to um, find events like that, um, that we could um, help um, contribute to and find more ways to connect military youth um, to give them what I um, loved about that summer camp. So that's my fulfillment in it. Yeah, for me, so when I first went to a, a summer camp, uh, a wingy summer camp, I saw a community of, of essentially people who come from some of the same backgrounds and stuff, you know, like we're all, one thing we have in common is we're all military children and stuff. And really that kind of inspired me to, on, you know, together because I saw a lot of people there at summer camp, but, you know, surely in our, our state that, that couldn't have been everyone. So, you know, I have, you know, I just, I sort of have a dream that like, I can kind of contribute to our youth council that in the, brought in our community and you know to those people who don't know what we are i hope that we can show them who we are and let them know more about us and i really just want to see um more people see our community so mackenzie you mentioned at a yellow ribbon event what what at at the Yellow Ribbon event, what um, programs are there that are sort of connected with the Youth Council and uh, the what the children get to experience at those events? Um, I don't remember all of the booths that were there, but I know the Child and Youth Services, um, they had a booth set up and that was, um, that was part of the Youth Council, so, um, or the Youth Council was part of that, so. Um, that was just um, their applications were open, so they had that um, for me so that I could apply. But they also have um, packets and, and they have boxes that they're sending out this year because usually they have um, little activities um, for youth six and up um, so that they can get more information and resources on um, how they can get through the challenges um, of a parent deploying. And um, obviously that has seen a change this year, but usually those events are um, in person, of course. So do they normally, and I don't know if Robin, if you're the better person to respond to this, but do they normally have 
the youth council, someone from the youth council talk to the other military children that are in attendance at yellow ribbon events under normal circumstances, unlike this year, or is it more of like a fair where you go around and you sort of see what you're interested in? So in a traditional yellow ribbon, um, we would offer child and youth service programming um, that matches the schedule of the parents' training. So a parent would go into their training session. We would mirror that with training for kids six and older at the same time. We invite our youth council to attend and to be a part of that, and then also use our adult volunteer force to help with those events. Um, and it really varies on their schedule because a lot of the teens on the council, they're involved in 10 to 12 things because they're natural born leaders and taking on all of the different things in their school and um, community that they're able to do. And then also along with that, if children are under the age of six, um, Yellow Ribbon coordinates childcare for those events. So in those, and um, we wanna be able to provide them information on what they might be experiencing with um, upcoming deployment or their parent may have just returned. So we try to support both of those events. Um, the booth McKenzie was referring to was, um, we have a resource table where we share information, provide those resources. And since we're typically, we're not doing that at this time, that's where we generated the mailer kits that um, my parent is deploying, my parent is um, returning, where families can request those to be sent to the household. And then those are sent to each child um, who might have a parent um, who's deploying or returning. So I know it's been tough and you said that it's a, it's a little less engaging during the pandemic conditions because you've had to do a lot of virtual events and there are, of course, technological challenges that go along with that. Um, but we're going to try and load this podcast uh, up and have it um, posted uh, before April 1st so that we can put a shit out with the month of the military child. And so I guess I just want to open it for anything that you want to say that's going on, any kind of information you want to give or any experiences where the Youth Council has positively impacted your as a military child, like how it's impacted your uh, view on life as a military child? Um, for me, I would like to say that it's certainly helped me become more outgoing because you're sort of like when you sign up for the Youth Council, you're not really given an option to opt out of like group activities. It just kind of happens. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's a little, you know, uh, daunting at first, but you know everyone, you kind of just become used to being, you know, thrown into the loop, you know, um, last year, uh, I actually woke up one morning, um, and I had to facilitate a group activity and, um, they, <laughs> it's funny, but they kind of give you like three minutes and then you have to have a activity all ready for someone. But, um, it just becomes, it like forces you to have that mindset of like a leader, like you have to um, facilitate group activities and make sure everyone's on track with everything. Um, but that's just one of the great things of becoming a youth council member. And it's really helped me a lot with my, my school and uh, that I do um, in, in my extracurricular activities at school, so. Yeah, um, especially when my dad deployed um, when I was on the youth council, it was really nice to have that community where um, some kids knew what I was going through and 
everyone had a parent um, that's been in the military. So um, that just helped me um, because I had other people in my boat and on my side. So um, the youth council has um, given me a space where I can kind of um, step into that and um, just have people that can relate to me. And also like Ethan was saying, um, definitely the leadership aspect of it um, has been great. And I love getting to know other military youth and also being able to um, give them opportunities and resources. Nice, nice. That's really cool that, the, that this opportunity is available for our, our young military families. I like I like how we're building, you know, strong leaders in, the, in our in our just our inner circle here in Washington. Um, I want to give you guys an opportunity to throw out your social media if you guys want to make sure we follow uh, and, and and be able to interact with you in, in the social media landscape. So if you, if you guys want to go ahead and just throw some of those out and be able to tag you guys in when we, whenever, whenever we post and stuff like that. Yes. So um, the Instagram is wangy, W-A-N-G-Y underscore council. And um, then we also, our Instagram, I think, is just the Washington National Guard Youth Council, or Wangy. Um, is that correct, Robin? Um, you have the Instagram correct. So the Facebook, if you were to type in at Wangy um, Youth Services, you would find us. We have a Facebook page, and then we also have a private group community that we um, have to share a little bit more in detail on the information that we provide. So we have both of those available. And then we also do a monthly newsletter called the Wangy Weekender. Um, and we encourage families to sign up for that. Um, that way they're getting the most up-to-date information on the opportunities that we offer. Robin, where can they sign up for that newsletter? Um, they can email um, myself or Shaylin. So Robin Seberger or Shaylin Wolf. Um, we're both in the distro list. Um, do you want me to read those out? No, I'll include okay. them in the show notes so that people can just uh, copy and paste from there. Okay, thank you. And then um, our leadership opportunity with the Youth Council, we um, do applications every year. So the new applications for um, teen leaders or Youth Council will open on April 15th. Um, and you have to be in 8th grade through 12th grade. And um, so those applications be available and they can get, people can get more information from Shaylin and myself. We also have um, for the month of April, for um, the month of the military child, we are using um, hashtags if you purple up um, on April 15th or any day throughout the month. Um, one of them is hashtag wingy youth um, with one Y. And then the other one is hashtag purple up Washington. So WA. Awesome. We're going to purple up in our office and tag you guys for sure. If there's anything that we might have missed that, that you guys wanted to talk about. Yeah, we'll definitely open the floor for anything that we might have missed. I think we covered most of the stuff going on for April and month of the military child. Um, we definitely went over some of our 
other events in the last podcast. Yes, and I'll definitely link our last podcast overview of the Youth Council um, to this one as well. And then I just wanted to say thank you guys for coming. Um, it's so cool to hear directly from the youth. Jason and I always take every opportunity we can, especially with like Youth Council and then with our Washington Youth Academy, we always try to talk directly to the cadets because your guys' um, opinions and how you're how you're doing all of these wonderful things is is super important. And um, I'm just glad to know that you guys have had this engagement during the pandemic because I'm sure it's been a very unusual and tough year. Yes, as it has sure. for everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for hosting us. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.